Hello, welcome to episode 6 of series 2, Same Shit, Different Brain. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a good fortnight. I went to a rest and reset breathwork workshop on Sunday, run by my former guest, Bryony, as you might have seen on the socials, and it was just what the doctor ordered because we explored beliefs around rest and how common it is for us to think it's something we need to earn or don't deserve or don't even have time for. Brian, told us that rest is our birthright and what if we were to rest on behalf of our ancestors, generation after generation of whom went to war or lived through war and resting really wasn't an option for them. So when you think about it like that, it's pretty much your duty to take that nap get that massage or try some meditation or lovely breath work like we did i had the best sleep ever after it and in that spirit i also booked to go to seville next month and i can't bloody wait to be back in my former expat home of andalusia this week i had john hester on the podcast he's co-founder of lonely thoughts clothing which he started with his wife Lindsay in 2020. This small local brand up in Scotland have already made a more positive impact on the world than 10 big fast fashion companies because they are the brand that gives back and they donate profits to some fantastic causes giving help to those in need around mental health. So long may they continue to grow and gain support as they support others in time of need. I have no doubt they will and they already ship to customers around the world so I'm really glad the word is spreading for them. I've been following them for a while and as well as putting out really great messages they make really nice products as well for men and women from hoodies and joggers to beanies all of which I have winging their way to me in the post and I'm pretty excited about. They look lovely and soft and comfortable and toasty for my cold dips as well. Jan and I discussed many great topics from how people have change perceptions of those in key worker roles of the pandemic to the difference we can all make to the world as individuals the change in fashion markets more people shop consciously and the power of being vulnerable particularly for men and how we can appreciate our strengths and weaknesses in order to do the best that we can in all areas of life i hope you enjoy and if you like the show please take a minute to leave a review on apple podcasts or rate it on spotify thank you John, you okay? Yeah, not bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. Nice to meet you at last. Yeah. Actually, meet you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, definitely. Yeah. I was told you might have a, a black eye, but you're hiding it beneath the glasses. So uh... I am hiding it. Yeah, it's, it has gone down considerably. Oh, wow. That was that was two weeks ago playing rugby, and uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 gone down considerably. But playing again oh, this weekend, so we'll see if I get another one. <laughs> right. Yeah. At least you have the glasses there for. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. A bit of yeah. Dis- bit distraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking forward to speaking to you guys for a while because it looks really um, interesting what you do there with Lonely Thoughts Clothing. But yeah, obviously, like I'll talk around that a little bit and the brand. But first of all, just wanted to kind of start with you and get a bit of background as well and start off easy and just ask how your day is going today. Yeah, yeah, good. I mean, it's um, uh, like usual, very busy um, with with juggling uh work and family life yeah. and, and business life it's uh it keeps keeps me on my toes but uh yeah good um, productive day um I always try and look at look at the positives and everything I'm doing and and, and try and keep that uh, momentum going um yeah. but yeah it, I would say overall if I, uh, this day's been a good day so far so yeah can't complain 
Oh, that's good. Glad to hear it. Because you work for, is it in, in supply chain? Um, yeah, so I, I've got, a, I currently have a, a day job of, of a European supply chain um, for a big food manufacturing business in the northeast of Scotland. And um, I work there full time um, and then juggle in the background with Lonely Thoughts and then uh, family, family life as well. Lucky enough, Lonely Thoughts being, um, I'm a kind of co-founder with, with my wife, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, so between both of us, we can we can manage the uh, the influx of of orders and and the work we do in the background in terms of uh, the message out there for what Lonely Thoughts is about. Yeah, no, it's brilliant because um, you guys donate. Is it all profit you donate to? Yeah, so, mental health charities. Yeah, so so all our sales um, they go out to us helping support mental health charities and and good causes per se. Um, we didn't want to just, um, I guess. Uh, just do charity work. There are there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things out there that may not have yeah. a charitable status as yet, and they're still working towards it. Uh, so mm. we we want to help support all these uh, initiatives, big and small. Um, uh, so so yeah, so all the sales um, for Lonely Thoughts. Uh, it's ultimately a clothing brand currently just now in terms of I guess streetwear, casual wear, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, um, and and what have you. Um, and yeah, and our sales are going towards uh, con- goes towards supporting uh, the mental health charities and good causes. We nominate benefactors throughout the year um, that we feel are a good cause. Um, yeah. We support them through um, social media and 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 sharing um, their stories as well as um, reaching out. And then obviously all the sales that we get goes towards contributing that, and we make a donation based on on that particular time um during that uh, and that benefactor receives what what we get what they get so. no it's brilliant i mean you obviously you do have a lot you have a lot of people doing um great work as well don't get me wrong but then there are a lot of um brands where you just you're not quite sure what they're <clears throat> really doing and whether those gestures are kind of um whether they're all for good pr and things like that so it's pretty exactly, clear that yeah. that's that's not you guys <laughs> Yeah, so we're lucky enough. We've got a couple of businesses in the background, and this naturally fell in. We've mental health, like everybody's been around our lives for forever, and yeah. it's it's touched our lives both positively and negatively, I guess. So, so we wanted to do something. We're lucky to have a couple of businesses that are based around clothing, clothing supply, and We've got our own embroidery business that does um, uh, uniforms and what have you. We've got other cu- couple of other uh, brands, um, streetwear brands. So it was a perfect yeah. fit from that. So we've got a bit of experience and uh, we've been in the industry for quite a while. Um, we wanted to do something and give back. We're not trained psychologists or professional uh, mental health um, professionals. So what else could we have done? So we're trying to utilize our skills and our profession and our contacts, um, raising awareness, and much needed funds you know it's, a, it's an area that's you know it's, it's probably exact you know mental health and, and mental health illness and issues are, are uh, probably more so now than ever um, and, yeah. and probably things like pandemic and uh, the pressures of social media and and, and all that is, 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 yeah. is exaggerating that and made it worse um, so what better could we do is, is trying to do something along those lines so so Lonely Thoughts, the start of it is, is the brand. It's the clothing brand. And um, uh, we're proud of the products that we make and, and, and are able to sell. And then luckily off that, we, we are able to have a pool of money that we can contribute to where we feel is, a, is the best beneficiary. Um, 
so far we've, we've been able to support a couple of great causes um one being george's voice um which is a a, a, a small charity uh, they just got charity status um based down in cornwall um through the unfortunate events actually of georgia who um sadly committed suicide very young uh, very young during the oh, during the lockdown yeah. actually uh, sadly oh, and uh, george's mum set up the uh, charity uh, or set up the the initiative of george's voice um, yeah. to raise awareness of um uh young female suicide as well as suicide in general in the young and but um particularly around uh, young females so it's based around uh, the truro area cornwall actually down in south england Oh yeah, uh, we are in the north of Scotland, but it just really reached out to us in terms of what that is. Where we're both, me and Lindsay, have got two uh, teenage daughters ourselves, and we know the the pressures that teenagers have, and um, and through through life as it is. So it, it felt course, like that was yeah. the best one. So they were actually our best, first beneficiary of of Lonely Thoughts, um, and we raised some money and to support them, and they're doing some great great work in terms of. Um, workshops they have weekly meetings and, and chat groups you know chat chat and coffee groups and, and all these but they're also trying to um be able to employ or support the employment of counselors trained professional counselors in particularly in uh, female teenage um you know uh, issues and, and particularly around uh, suicide prevention so yeah, yeah the, that, that was a fantastic cause for us and it was mm-hmm. a fantastic cause for, for lonely thoughts uh, supporting uh, and they, they've been great and not only they, they may not be our benefactor now but we'll continue supporting them and um th- you know through through our social media as we grow that and and getting the yeah. name out for all these people and then currently just now uh, we we are raising um uh funds for andy's man club um, oh, I saw that, yeah. i'm sure i'm probably you've probably heard of them they're, they're a great big uh, fantastic um uh, charity out there that are having they've got man chat groups basically around the country yeah. they've got clubs dotted all the way around the country the whole of the uk uh, and again sadly sadly like most of these have been bit uh, as has been created um through uh from by luke ambler who's an ex ironically an ex uh, rugby player but his brother sadly oh. uh, um, uh, committed suicide and in his oh, name, in his honor he's created these this andy's man club and they're doing some fantastic things in terms of uh, the support mechanism around there, and they get thousands yeah. of people to their weekly Monday morning, Monday uh, evening um, get-togethers, um, and uh, so yeah, um, and Lonely Thoughts have been happy to support them in in the little thing that we can do in terms of raising that money and awareness for them, and and actually just now we're, we've just put on our social media, but we're on the search now for our next next benefactor um, in the terms of our next uh, yeah. who who we want to support, be that charity, good cause. Um, and where can our the funds that we raise through the sales of Lonely Thoughts gear go to uh, next? So uh, yeah, we're 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 enjoying getting the um, uh, suggestions through our social media channels and uh, oh, yeah. people reaching out. Um, and we've got everything from you know the big, large, large uh, uh, mental health charities right through to the one man band people that are trying to do their best to to get the to, to support um in anything that they can and um, yeah. so yeah it's, it's great to great to be part of it brilliant no it's lovely and you can see um like the passion that really does come across on your guys social pages your, your site and everything and like you mentioned with some of these um benefactors they always start with such heartbreaking stories and um 
you know, it's it's really touching and it's it's tragic that it had to start like that. But f- it's great that such amazing work can come from it and something like so incredible and powerful can then sprout from it to help many other people experiencing these inevitable issues. Yeah, yeah I totally I totally agree. It's um yeah, it's it's horrendous that these um charities or, or clubs are set up in, in the name or the honor or, or of, of people that are sadly uh, um committed suicide and it's this this the statistics in suicide is horrendous you know it's you know it's the biggest killer in in the under 45s in males and um uh you know it it does touch touch myself and 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 my wife in terms of those those battles and and the the young the pressures on the young is is huge and we've got two young as i say we've got two young daughters uh, i'll say young one's 18 and one's 16 and they they have those natural uh, battles going through and uh um, if, if if anything that we do or Andy's Man Club does or George's Voice or anybody does is, is stop one person having those thoughts or even one person yeah. committing that that tragic uh, event we've done the run, right right thing by, yeah. by, of all the hard work we do and the, the graphs we put in it's, it's going to have to be worth it yeah definitely I had um, a couple of episodes ago Mike Richard who also runs a men's peer support group um, talk yeah. about it mate so they do very similar work. Um, yeah. So would you rather it be someone sort of a little bit different who you've, to who you've worked with before or would you rather it be like a smaller or a bigger one? What kind of suggestions yeah. are you taking more seriously to think? Yeah, I, I guess, um, I, I, I mean, just by accident, I guess the last two that we've helped and support have been uh, based around um, suicide support um, and yeah. charities. But mental health is such a great big umbrella term oh, yeah. in terms of what that means. So, mm. um, so we're we're not saying we're not going to support. Uh, the next one is going to be a, a suicide prevention or, or support group. But we like the suggestions coming through. Be that through um, um, uh, anxiety awareness um, and or um, bereavement, um, mental health uh, issues um, in the young and and there's so many out there and it is great to see it and it is from everything from the one man band going out there to try and support um and be that mental health um improvements and through um uh, well-being fitness sport uh, and what you know somebody might be doing something in the in the inner suburbs and trying to get people to come out of their out of their their their, their world and their bubble yeah. to come out and realize that getting out and walking and talking is, is something, you know, we've seen, we've heard of one person that, that just, just has a, a walking club and um, meets up at the oh, same right. place every day and just goes for a walk. And yeah. if anybody wants to tag along and have a chat, that's one person, but you know, they may not be a huge benefactor. They may not know what anything, but what can we do? Can we give them some gear? Can we give them some clothes so they're warm when they're walking and can we raise some awareness and some funds? And maybe that expands. And then that one person then has another supporting uh, person doing exactly the same thing in another city. Um, so th- there's some some great initiatives out there. Um, so uh, yeah, and again, the, some charities are getting a lot of support. Uh, be that through um, they have the power of marketing, they have teams behind them pushing yeah. that, uh, that message, uh, and they are probably getting much better funded or, or access to yeah, funding than maybe the smaller guys. So. Um, 
um, naturally we are we do like the idea of helping the, the smaller guys that mm. maybe not been able to tick every single box of a grant or tick every box single box to to get um, support through um, government 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 uh, initiatives or um, yeah. large businesses initiatives on grants and, and support. So and that's why we don't always attach ourselves to just charities. It's it's good causes as well uh, because yeah. I know the challenges to become a charity is huge and difficult. Mm. And, well, them doing all that good work to get to that charity is a massive, massive step. Um, but you don't get the support as a good cause than you do as a charity. But these guys right, are still so, doing the massive yeah. charitable um, things. And so, you know, if we can support that as well. George's Voice didn't have charitable status when they started, for instance. They've got it now, which has been great. But they've needed to do a lot of box ticking to get to that point. And so, right. um, yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Brilliant. I can imagine it be, can be quite overwhelming thinking, who do we actually pick? Um, but nevertheless, massively rewarding work, I'm sure. It, it definitely is. Yeah, it's, it, it, you know, we, we don't let, let down anybody or say no to anybody. So it, it is hard. And, um, you know, we're, we're still a relatively young brand and um, uh, initiative. We've not only been going over just for over a year. So I guess the ideal in the, in the future is that we can, support more than one at one at a time or that our turnover increases massively and we can rather than having a benefactor for six months we have them every month and we change over because we're being able to generate enough funds that we feel is a, is a, a, a decent amount to be able to make that that um that gift to the to the foundations charities or what have you so yeah um, of course. it's a learning curve for us and and we didn't know how long this would take to get the momentum going and and you know with six months enough or would it be a year that we're attached to a certain uh, setup so we've got no rule book um and no. um you know uh, so it's which is nice it is mean that we're not set up like a strict business going you are us and we are only you for x amount of time and if we get a good feeling and we feel like we're doing good things it doesn't we could stay with that person for 18 months or or yeah. you know or or, or not so um uh, but yeah it to is tough it, yeah. it is tough yeah it, yeah it's it, it definitely tough trying to decide on who who is the next one um is, is always hard but um we hope that this is going to be a long long journey um for us as well as the benefactors and you know um as much as i don't want a, a massive queue of people waiting on a, on a waiting list um if we've got a waiting list of people that want to be um supported by us and associated with us and it's only going to be a, a great thing um definitely for, for, yeah. for, for them and us yeah yeah no I really admire it I mean um obviously there's always so much to be to be done with these kinds of things but you can only do it one step at a time you know and so many people aren't doing the things that you're doing so yeah it's fantastic yeah. you've already done yeah. a heck of a lot that's it yeah so was it something that kind of sprung from lockdown the idea or were you already what led to you starting lonely thoughts clothing yeah so um it did start in the, in that in the height of lockdown and during the during the pandemic but um it, i guess what the pandemic did for me um and initially the, the thought pattern of me starting up is i had these ideas of wanting to do something along these lines mm. i wanted to do a uh, do something to give back and, and utilize the, the skills and the connections that we had in terms of what we could do so it's 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 been on the back burner I'd probably say um in the last in for about two years before we set it up right um purely off the back of my own uh being able to juggle my life uh, mm. I had a very very pressured job um that was 
um, you know, a lot of weight on my on my shoulders and, and the pressure of just naturally coping with that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, family, uh, trying to build and create our other businesses in, in the background, um, wow. and um, yeah. it just it just naturally got put into a into a pocket and going. Yeah, that's something we really want to do. It's a nice to have. So yeah. the nice to haves, unfortunately, get put away. Mm-hmm. What the pandemic did is allow me to stop and think and recalculate about what my priorities were and what was important to me. And, um, you know, work's important and building my business is important and, and all those kind of things. But it wasn't giving me that kind of gift back in terms yeah. of what can I do for my own personal um, state and value in everything I'm doing and creating value for my own personal um, well-being and mental health. But, you know, as, as a human being... Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do something and giving um, I'd love to have been a doctor or a surgeon but I don't probably have the brain to do that and in terms of the a lot of admiration for these people that do a lot of the, the care work in this industry my daughter's at university but training to be a nurse and huge oh, amount yeah. of admiration for people that do this ironically oh, yeah. a mental health nurse as well that's what oh, she decided wow, really? to go and train oh that's great I didn't have those skills you know I work in supply chain you know and it's not exactly the most um sexy job in the world or, mm-hmm. or or it's it doesn't give back to the to to community so what the pandemic did allow me to do was sort of stop rethink rethink and recalculate my my priorities and what I wanted to do and, and where were the things in my life that I wish I did or, or I haven't done yet and it was getting that that thought of lonely thoughts back out of that pocket and and redo it and it and the good thing I guess that came out of that whole pandemic lockdown was lonely thoughts but also the time to me to think and build a business plan off the back of that and create and going right what does this look like in terms of the structure of the business but also what what is the message what are we going to do in terms of that message so um, we don't want to just create a business and a brand and go and write a bit of the money we'll go towards helping somebody and um, there's a lot of people that do that don't be wrong but the power of social media it's a great tool. It's also, you know, it's a dangerous tool as well. I know, but mm. can we use it for the for the better. Yeah. Um. So how how do we use social media and getting um the, the voice out there? So using that in terms of um our website, yes, it is ultimately for selling our products, but there's blogs in there for people, and then we are inviting get people to guess right on our website. Um. So we want to create that whole community piece where people can go on to our social media and see um motivational pieces or thought-provoking pieces through our stories. We're very heavy on our story pieces and, and trying to use the algorithm of Instagram. If anybody gets that right, I'm sure they become multimillionaires, <laughs> but trying to use yeah. the whole uh, um, algorithm of, of social media to, to get our voice and message out there. Um, and yeah, and, and it did give us that, that time and opportunity to create that. So um, as much as I would never wish the pandemic uh, to ever happen again or lockdown to happen again because it caused a lot of stress and and, and angst and anxiety mm-hmm. and a lot of people including myself it did give me and and Lindsay the time to stop and think and go and right let's do this for ourselves not for anybody it's not to make money it's not for us to profiteer off of it's it's something purely for us um mm-hmm. selfishly but also what can we do to give back um in in that, that background uh my wife Lindsay bless us struggled most of our lives with mental illnesses yeah. and anxiety and, and and things so it's been a big part of our lives um and uh so by by being able to do this it's it's been great for us as well um, mm, and it's, it's supported Lindsay as well it's made her stronger it's given her a focus away from from her mental health and, and yeah her her gray cloud around her to allow her to 
sometimes even some of the pieces that she creates on social media just on the stories and just these you know the 10 second bursts on social media of her thoughts that she's put into print onto social yeah. media for people to see it's quite nice because it's given her a release um, and for me as well it allows me to think what she's thinking because sometimes it's hard to get people's thoughts out as well so it's you know definitely uh, purely from a selfish point of view of, of me husband and wife and, and, and understanding Lindsay a little bit more it's been great as well so yeah I mean obviously um there's so much that you're giving with the business but there there has to be an aspect of it that you're you know deriving joy from I'm sure part of that is from helping other people but yeah, so yeah. it has to keep you going doesn't it when you're balancing all yeah. these other things as well you have to be passionate about it you have to love it it's it's not uh, just yeah just yeah. going to be a chore that you know you just evolve yourself to without any enjoyment or pleasure so exactly. I, th- I think yeah. that's definitely the it, the really nice thing that we had to see about the pandemic that obviously it's inevitably undeniably traumatic for everyone um but just everyone that I've spoken to on this podcast and even you know my own friends people in my life everyone's found something good about it that they were able to find and it's good that when things do get that bad human beings can find the light and sort of everyone has different levels of busyness obviously but everyone seems to have been able to find the space to take a step back and reflect and do some level of soul searching and think what do I actually want and even even nicer what do I want to give back and what do I want to give to the world you know not everyone some people are still out there trying to fly rockets to the moon they're not thinking about giving back to a fellow yeah, man yeah. but uh yeah it's definitely reassuring that a lot of people are thinking about the importance of community and everything like that and being there for yeah I I, I I i totally agree i, I think that it, it really enlightened me to to realize you know who are the important people in this world when the world is up on you know on their on their hands and knees um during during the crisis that we were yeah. You're right. It's not the people launching the rockets. It's not the people mm-hmm. making the, the billions of pounds or, or the people that are um, blasted all of our social media because they've got the, the you know, the, the, the Ferraris or sell out mm. concerts. It's the people in the it's the people in the hospitals. It's the people that are um, putting time, personal time into supporting people through mental health uh, difficulties and issues. And, you know, it, it's it's it, the heroes do did come out as, as being the factory workers, the NHS workers and the, the oh, lorry drivers right. of the world. And um, I hope that doesn't get forgotten when we yeah. come out of the world no. and that um, uh, we don't go back to our old ways of of idolising the wrong people. Uh, and actually, yeah. let's idolise the people that in all honesty are the, are the heroes of this world. Definitely. And, um, yeah, so it's uh, opened my eyes 100%. Um, I worked every single day of, of, of the lockdown and, and you know, working in the industry I worked with in, in food and drink, we, we, we all of a sudden naturally became key workers. And it was, mm. it, it was, it was, a, and, and just on my, on my day job. And that was quite an eye opener where before it was, oh, if you work in a factory or food factory, you're, it's, it's a set, it's a second, you know, if you haven't done well at school, you'll get, sorry, you'll get a job in a factory kind of mentality. And it's not that it's, these guys do huge amount of work without them, you know, uh, during this, these times. Um, it would have the world would probably would have been a different place uh, that we are now. So these guys have gone to work every single day. Then when you know everybody else was getting furloughed and and, and mm. being able to be at home working, uh, these guys had to go to work every single day. In in at the start of it, in the unknown of what this is all about, you know, we, we were learning every single day what this pandemic was and what the virus was. And these guys were still going to work every single day 
put food on everybody's plates mm. when the majority was being able to be either at work from home or furloughed. Where I worked during the height of the pandemic, we had 300 people going into work every single day working in the wow. factory. Uh, in you know, and okay, we made it as safe as possible, but they were still doing you know a lot of things that many people would think oh, I'm not going to do that because I've been told to stay at home. And there's a lot yeah. of people that they didn't get that luxury. Hospitals are exactly no. the same, and then we're working in the, that industry. So uh, yeah, it was a, definitely an eye opener, that's for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it must it, definitely a lot of people were able to just stay at home, and you know, um, as traumatic as that was for people, at least. They did get to do that and sort of yeah, feel their level yeah. of safety and comfort from that. But yeah. yeah, perceptions around those kind of job roles definitely changed um, to I kind of start has, yeah. a new yeah. honour kind of thing. And that's, yeah. I think they say that, you know, we've, we've changed irreversibly and it's nice to think that that doesn't have to be a bad thing. And I, I do think a lot of those kind of perceptions won't go back to how they were. And, you know, it's not going to be across the board, but hopefully, like you say, we will still be honouring the right people. Yes, yeah, that's the, yeah. If, if anything good comes out of it, that's what I hope. Is that mm. people's people's view on 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 people and and their jobs and roles and who they idolise and look up to. Uh, hopefully, that that changes as, as yeah. we come out of this for for the better. Really, yeah. Yeah. So, what's been the most rewarding aspect of it so far for you, the business? For, for Lonely Thoughts itself, I, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, the the, the giving back piece is, is great. Is it's being able to to do that little bit, little bit that we can, and and um, supporting uh, the the guys that are actually doing the hard work. They're doing the great things in terms of 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 that area. So, so that's been great. Um, personally, um, learning, uh, learning all these aspects of um, of you know, from a business point of view, creating a brand, what people want and, and the learning that side of it. Um, but also exposing myself a little bit more to, to the world of, of mental health and uh, the world of uh, all the different aspects around uh, uh, surrounding that, all the hard work that people do and, and the heartache that people have to go through. Um, so, um, so that, that's, yeah, that's, that's been great, you know. That's that's been rewarding in terms of that side and seeing that. Um, don't be go wrong. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic seeing people in all our gear, you know, wearing the hoodies and, and the hats yeah. and, and the things. Locally, uh, we, we've got a, a, a shop um, in our local town, and um, we've dedicated an area of our shop to just to lonely thoughts. So we've got a lot of people locally just wearing our gear as a as a, a fashion uh, brand, yeah. which is fantastic to see. But we've got customers who are send, sending us pics now through social media. And we've got customers in America, right across the UK, who are buying our products and then sending it through uh, social media and oh, tagging brilliant. us into it. And, it. and it gives you a real, does give you a really warm, fuzzy feeling, not only because we've created that and it looks great and it's a nice product, um, but every single sale is going towards something good. You know, it's it's, yeah. uh, it's not filling somebody's Definitely. back pocket up, it's going to something good. And we're and, and uh, that's it does give you that warm, fuzzy feeling. So that's been yeah, really rewarding and... and Hundred percent. You know, it's 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 been that constant drive of of see of seeing those people bringing bringing pics into us and, and videos in of, of their family and friends enjoying mm. the products, um, and telling them how good it is. And then you get these repeat customers. You know, the world of wonderful technology, we can get algorithms and see where people are buying it from and and who they are. And we've got people that will buy the products, and a few months later, they're buying more products, or that, and they'll yeah. buy them for their friends and the family. So. Um, it's great um, yeah, and a lot of the people are saying this we love the products it's great they're, they're fantastic but we're also we love the story we love that we're doing something off the back we're not 
you know, we're not buying off a normal .com website and uh, it's, it's just filling the pockets of somebody so they can, yeah. you know, profiteer off it. But it is given a, it's a good story and a feel good as well. So, um, and that, 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 and all that comes into raising awareness. Everything we're doing is raising that awareness piece. You know, it's um, yeah. every single garment's got um, a link to our Instagram on a tag that you can just scan and it, it takes us directly uh, to the yeah. Instagram. Instagram's got all the stories. It's got the... Uh, uh, information on there you go on the website there's blogs and there's there's links to various mental health um, help sites charities phone numbers and again for me if there's anything I've done if it's if it's supported one person if it's stopped one person having a, a, a horrible thought yeah. um, if it's supported a family member in understanding the heartache or difficulties their son or daughter's going through or their husband or wife's going through, then yeah, I think me and Lindsay can tick the box that we've achieved what we're trying to achieve. Definitely. And uh, the, the rest is a nice thing to do. So Yeah. And that's um, what you just mentioned there about people being more conscious where they spend the money now. That's another thing that I think definitely is permanently changed for a lot of people since the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I know myself, definitely. I won't spend with a lot of brands now because I'll think, well, I don't want to make him richer <laughs> or I don't want to <laughs> make them richer. Yeah. And I've done a couple of episodes on this, actually, like the link between fashion and mental health. And like I was always into kind of like vintage clothing kind of thing and um, sort of getting more into sustainability aspects before the pandemic. But it's, I think, become a lot more urgent since then. And it just it just feels nicer to get something and, you know, how it's been made or you know where it's come from or you know that it's a really nice cause yeah that's it yeah and and Lindsay and I make all these we we sit we've got our own workshops in the northeast of Scotland Um, Mm. all the products are made to order we don't have a warehouse full of these their stocks arguably okay we're not like uh, Amazon Prime where you'll get it next day because it's made to order so um, but these people are fine with it so they they expect a little bit of weight because there's a little bit of love and care put into these products and uh you know, and uh, keep our costs down and, and means that we're not holding up cash in, in, in inventory. We, we make to order and the customer gets the product, but they know that it's it's me, it's me or Lindsay currently just now that are making that product. And yeah, and you, you can't get locally. We're, we're in the northeast of Scotland. We're UK based. And uh, yeah, hopefully this is great for me, but obviously as we brand, we realize we need to get our faces out there a little bit more. We need to, you know, put a face to the brand and things, and we'll be yeah. doing that as we get confident. You know, it's it, this is difficult for, for I guess, both me and Lindsay as well, because it's new to us and we're not that out-facing kind of people. And, um, but as we do that, and hopefully that's going to help and support the people to make those decisions too, like you say, is, is, is buy locally, buy um, from a, a source that makes them, it's, it's got a good story behind them rather yeah. than, material and the big guys that are uh in, in the in the 5100 or like so yeah exactly yeah i mean i, I don't think they're losing any sleep i think they probably still get enough customers unfortunately but, but no, it is, no, it is nice yeah. to see that the tides t- changing yeah, a little bit that's it yeah, yeah. But, um, i'm sure i'm sure our little business is not going to be threatening half of these guys but at the end of the day um you know we can if we can live harmoniously and uh you know we, we do our bit they do their bit that's fair enough but well, it, it's, yeah. it's raising awareness yeah yeah and you know all of these systems in place they were they were all built by man so they can all be changed by man as well and it has to start exactly. somewhere so yeah if, if everything starts small even the big guys start small yeah um yeah 
but yeah in terms of pure aesthetics as well i really um like the colored beanies i was having a look at those um yeah so yeah. definitely gonna get my hands on one of those they are actually nice products as well which is good yeah they, they've, they've they've been a massive top seller the beanies have been yeah. hugely sell they're, they're, they're great beanies just in the yard with the big thick knit that they are but they've got a beautiful sherpa um inliner so it keeps you really mm. warm but you don't get that kind of itchy feeling that you normally do with uh um kind of woolen hats so oh, they, they've been a massive seller and um yeah um we, we probably we, um they all get hand sewn we've got a what we call a vegan leather patch with our lonely thoughts brand on the top but it's lo- oh, it's, yeah. vegan, it's vegan leather it's made out of um uh, plant plant-based uh, product and oh, um i try to i'll be honest it's mostly Lindsay because i've my hands are too big and I'm, I'm yeah. a big ugly big ugly rugby player that doesn't get have very good with a hand uh, with a needle but Lindsay painstakingly um hand sews every single tag onto oh, those brilliant. products uh, by herself and uh yeah it's been it's been a great product and uh, yeah all the all the goods are and uh, we're just about to launch another range uh, within the within the business um called it well it's this LNLY so it's just a kind of another aspect to the business uh, um, yeah. in terms of uh, uh kind of just grow it growing uh, options uh, on on the website um but yeah by far so far those beanie hats have been the, the biggest seller um and yeah everybody loves them they've been great um, yeah i saw some of the customer photos and i'm um, over the last few months i got into cold water swimming massively i was actually up near Aviemore over new year in Cairns. Okay, yeah, yeah. so i was yeah. doing a lot of cold water dips up there so now i'm yeah. like just on the lookout for nice, really warm hats. <laughs> well, so. I'll, 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 I'll get one sent down to you because they, yeah, they're, they are fantastic. They're, um, they're, they're, they're brilliant hats, and they'll definitely keep oh, you warm. Thank you. Um, well, I'm going to buy a couple anyway. of. Uh, there's, there's a couple of open water swimmers actually that, have, that use them. Uh, oh for, yeah. For exactly the same thing, and uh, I think Imagine. they're really, really popular. Yeah, that open water thing looks, it's, looks fantastic. I listened to your podcast uh, when you, when you had your. Uh, uh, say colleague but you're, you're a member of your club in the open water and oh, it just sounds fantastic brilliant. oh thank you yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I've, I've got a huge passion about it. i've done it a couple of times just going to our local beach because we're lucky yeah, enough yeah. we live on a harbor our, our house is on the harbor it's a harbor house and uh, i've done it a couple of times just just on a spare at the moment but um a lot of admiration oh, for great. people that do the, the deep cold water therapy i i've i've heard read a lot of books about it or read a lot of blogs about it and I, it's uh yeah it looks like a great thing in terms of that yeah. kind of reset and that mental health awareness oh god giving yeah. yourself that time yeah yeah I was yeah I was told about this group for ages and I kept thinking oh god I'm not sure and I had actually done one before but um the first time you do it it's obviously really shocking and um it took me a while to get back in but then once I did it's just pretty addictive really yeah. you just feel really alive and present and your yeah. mind just totally clears you can't think about anything else so yeah I feel really good it. for the rest of the day yeah. it's, it seems to be more sort of accepted in Scotland I think or from just judging from my experience of my one week's holiday there this year but yeah people didn't really seem to bat an eyelid about you know going dipping in the locks um down here people seem to be a bit more You're crazy what are you doing that for yeah yeah I mean we're, we're a hardy bunch up here anyway so going swimming in the <laughs> yeah. or in a lock is, it's, it's not it. a big deal but um but uh yeah it's it's become a, a quite a big big part of yeah I see it all the time actually and Ironically, in our other businesses, we do a lot of uniforms for clubs and sport clubs and things, and uh, we, oh, yeah. we do some uh, uniforms and and you know for their for their club wear and beanie hats is probably their biggest seller uh, for the open water clubs that we we support. Right, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big 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 thing up here, um, along with uh, surfing in the north north uh, 
in the Murray Firth in the you know in November. Oh, it must be freezing, but yeah, it's a big big popular sport up here. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. It's another thing that's sort of come out of the pandemic. I think obviously there were people already doing things like that, but um, I think just people discovering what works for them and getting out outside a bit more, discovering the power of nature and all that kind of thing, and change, changing yeah. up their days and their habits and things like that. Um, yeah. Habits that'll yeah. probably stick for life, you yeah. know. Um, reconsidering what they find pleasure in and yeah, what what sort of energizes them and it doesn't have to be things that are outside of themselves. It can be things that just all within you and you connecting with nature can just be like a, a huge thing. I'm a, obviously a big advocate for it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's so important. Yeah, yeah. Um. So for yourself, what are the things that affect your own mental health the most? Um. Yeah, I, I think personally for me, it's... Um, I, I, I probably struggle quite a lot from, I, I, you know, without calling it out as what this is, but I guess if you are going to call it, it's probably this kind of imposter syndrome um, and of, mm. of, of going of, of um, that kind of fear of believing that I'm not as like competent as what others perceive I am. Yeah. Um, I guess in, in, in my full-time profession in, in supply chain, I'm, uh, um, I'm, I'm younger than the majority of people in that profession at the, mm. the, at the seniority I am <clears throat> and I guess it's always that kind of um you know uh, was it luck that I got here and uh, or they'll always they'll find out about me of being a or being a fraud and I know all these kind of things <clears throat> rather than kind of that perceived believers that you know uh, that I should be here um um and uh, yeah I, I've personally struggled with that along along my career you know I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have climbed my career ladder quite quickly in, in my in my mm. younger years and uh, I was managing people a lot more senior than me in age um, from quite a early age. And I've always had that that weight on my shoulders of going, oh, how do I get here? Why am I here? Um, and so that's, I guess that's been a struggle um, throughout that, throughout my um, my career. Um, yeah. I guess running a business as well. Um, when you're at school, ironically, you don't get taught any of this in terms of how to run a business. You don't get taught mm. about taxes. You don't get taught about pensions and, no. you know, um, an interesting, um, uh, an interesting podcast or book I read. Um, I think Rich, but Rich Dad Poor Dad was talking about um, uh, schooling and um, and life and why does schools not teach you about real life in terms mm. of taxes and pensions and you know and it's it's all about teachers employed by the government and the, and they'll tell you about what the government wants to tell you rather than yeah. what is real. Um, so yeah, I, and so me starting businesses with my wife, we don't have business experience. But how do you get business experience? Well, you get it through life experience, I guess. And uh, yes, there's lots of books to be read, exactly. and you can go to university, I guess, and learn businesses. But um, is that to learn to pass an exam, or is that actual real life? So I've always mm -hmm. had that thing on my shoulders of going, well, I don't know really what I'm doing. I'm making this up along the journey, and and I know in my heart and heart that it's not true, and I and um, where I've got to in my career and where I've got to in my business life and my successes and, and, and everything I've got has come off of my own hard work and, uh, um, and my knowledge and, and experience. Um, but to this day, I still struggle with that. And that's probably where, yeah, that's probably the biggest effect, effect on my mental health um, that I have is that, that whole piece. Yeah. And yeah, it's, um, 
it's getting better. I don't get me wrong. And uh, I think good. what I've done and, and, and probably what it's done is uh, ironically during the pandemic gives me a lot of time to stop and think and, and collect my thoughts. What was I doing and what were, who were, <clears throat> what was I, what was a lot of the things I was doing? Um, was that for me or was that for somebody else? Um, and I, I, sometimes I do feel like I was maybe doing a lot of my decision-making was to benefit somebody else or what I thought was what mm. those other people in my circle of life wanted me to look like I needed that job title I needed that email signature I needed that particular salary or, or, yeah. <clears throat> or lifestyle um but was that for somebody else or to to fit to fit in a jigsaw puzzle that wasn't wasn't for me it was for for their them how I perceived it maybe not how they would tell me if I asked them yeah. my per- perception of what what John should be doing in his life and 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 that part of it and um, so yeah that's that's probably uh probably what my biggest struggles I've had men- in my mental health um, yeah I can definitely identify with that yeah I, th- I think it's definitely part of getting older as well that you realize that everyone's just kind of doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have and that's all that yeah. you can do anyway um but I think I've yeah. definitely wasted a lot of time in the past thinking that everyone else knows what they're doing and I don't <laughs> and it's like yeah, that, that, everyone's just exactly kind it. of making it up as yeah. they go along that's that's yeah. all there is to it yeah yeah I, I totally agree that yeah that's exactly what it is and uh ironically but yeah most people are you know most adults are winging it um you know yeah. some are better than others but you know majority of adults are, are winging it and uh you know we're, we're we're unsupervised nowadays you know we're, as children we were supervised we got told what was yeah. right from wrong and now we're unsupervised yeah. children with with a couple more uh circles around the sun or what have you but we, we we're still unsupervised we're still making it up and um yeah. we're, we're hoping that everything we're doing is is as is, is for the greater good in terms of you know some people get it right some get it wrong um but yeah we're, we're all making it up probably and getting it wrong is fine you'll you'll learn yeah, from it. It no one's yeah. no one's right all yeah. the time i think when yeah you're... and and, that, and being a perfectionist i guess is is one of the biggest things you know and, and probably this whole imposter syndrome as well have you is one of the biggest thing is is that whole perfectionist piece and uh you know if you just dwell every single moment of your life and in, in detail of being a perfectionist um it's not for any good you know most majority of people in business majority of people in life don't look for perfect no. um you know they they, they look for the there's more than just perfection there's, there's, a, there's a bigger piece and definitely. i definitely am getting away from that that idea of 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 everything needs to be perfect in everything I do because it won't be and it never will be um I don't think there's one such a thing maybe there probably isn't such a thing as perfect you know there's always everybody's trying yeah. to get to that point but it probably isn't so it's quite liberating to realize really isn't it because it's tempting to when you are a perfectionist to just think if it's not perfect then it's a write-off and then just agonize over that thing or dwell on that thing but there's only so much time in a day um you have to just kind of move on and be be at peace with not everything's going to be perfect and not everything's going to be as good as you hoped it would but you're always going to learn something from it and yeah just just doing it yeah. anyway just doing it is better than doing nothing you know what I mean like exactly. it's, it's, yeah. it's better than yeah. better to regret something that you have done I think than something that you haven't yeah yeah totally agree yeah so what would you tell other people going through these sorts of issues um yeah i guess i guess definitely talk uh yeah and and, and yeah. It's, it's an easier thing to say than than actually doing that but you know talk to your 
be that mentor in your life, um, in work or, or in your life, um, your mates, your friends, your partner, um, mm-hmm. work, is, is it your manager? Have you got a decent manager you can speak to and talk to them and say, look, I've, I've got these thoughts in my head that you're asking me to do the whole thing, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, and, and yeah. try and talk. But I get it, talk, talk, talking and saying go and talk is a lot easier in anything uh, than actually doing it. And uh, it one is. of the issues, I guess, is, you know, where we are. But um, And then definitely try and celebrate your successes you know yeah so celebrate mm-hmm. what where you are in your life and um um if you feel like you're an imposter and you don't know what you're doing well actually take a little bit of step back from the you know as a as a as a third party and look down um yeah. from your at yourself at what you've succeeded and where you've got to and majority of it is being off the back of your hard work your knowledge um and and you're determined to to get better or what whatever that is um it's so easy say to yes to opportunities there's always kind of that opportunity and if you've got if you're yeah. unsure of where you are try to say yes you know what's big what, what's going to happen here you, mm. you know uh you might fail but failure is not a bad thing um no. you know the best people in the world fail um that's how they get better you know this they get best sports people in the world best business people in the world best motivational speakers in the world they all fail mm. and um but what they do the best people that are out there and how they succeed in life is learning from that failure getting up picking up the pieces and going right well i'll try that again didn't we? Well, i'll try this direction yeah. um so so yeah yeah if there's an opportunity comes try and take it um why not it's 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 not a it's not a be all and end all um and then i guess yeah just be kind to yourself yeah really really do be kind to yourself in terms of don't put yourself down and um and and don't listen to your kind of self-doubt and that's all around celebrating success if you're going to celebrate yourself be kind to yourself a tip i do that i've learned is i'm not looking for a new job but i've got a cv and i like to update my cv with my successes Mm. because it's a retrain of my thoughts and going i did this when i did this well i'm going to make it down because i'm proud of doing that um so um you know, I'm not doing that off the back of I'm going to keep this doing it because I want to go and find a new job. It's purely no. off. It's it's a tool that I use to go. I've done something well. I'm going to celebrate that. And 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 because it's very hard, it's very easy to not do that. Or it doesn't have to be a CV. You can write it in a journal or something like that. But write it down yeah. and celebrate it. Most people learn a lot more by writing something down than they do just mentally talk, talking mm. about it. So. Yeah. Then you sort of physicalizing it putting it down yeah, on paper it. and it. it's yeah. it is easy to forget because we, our brain has that natural negative bias um it's so easy to remember all the things we've ever done wrong you know when we're feeling down or whatever but just having something down um that you can look at can actually give you so much confidence and um just yeah. reminding yourself of what you are already capable of and make you think well yeah. maybe i'll do that thing before i think i'm ready because i'm probably more ready than i think i am <laughs> Yeah, yeah, to- totally. And uh, I'm trying to learn more from my wife, Lindsay, about um, writing in a journal. And, and mm. uh, she's fantastic. Every night does it dedicated. And yeah. I'm just not dedicated enough to do it like her, but I'm trying, you know, and uh, she, she writes all the good things and uh, tries to do it in a positive, positive manner. And That's don't good. constantly dwell on the, on the negative and the, and the past. It's always looking for the, looking for the positives and actually into the future. And don't dwell on those negatives, but always find something that's been a positive in that in in your in your day, and and, and write it down, and then rejog your memory. So yeah, yeah, I started tool. I started doing that um, over. I think it was the second lockdown because I just thought yeah. 
I don't want to look back and just think all of this was terrible. I want to hone in on the little things in the, a day that can actually make your day. And when it's nice now, looking back um, over the last 18 months or so since I've been doing it, I never struggled to find something. There's always something, you know, whether it's something nice that I ate that I really enjoyed yeah. or someone that yeah. I spoke to or just anything good in, yeah. in my day. It doesn't even have to be, you know, an achievement. It doesn't have to be about productivity or anything. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 um, I was, I was, I read a, a great thing from a, a, an ex-marine, and he says that if anything, if you have the worst day in the world, what you should always start your day with is make your bed. Because if you never have the worst day in the world, and everything's been terrible and crap, and nothing's worked mm-hmm. out, at the end of the day, you go go home or go back to your your, your camp as a as a royal marine. You've made your bed. That was your, and, and you have determined to do that. You, that you've you've done it. You've done something. You, you, yeah. Made a to-do list. My first to-do list was to make my bed. So even if you've done nothing in the rest of the day, you go back and go, I've achieved something. That's my one achievement <laughs> in the day. And celebrate okay. that achievement. It's the littlest achievement in the world, but you've achieved something. Yeah. But you get into that mentality of achievement of, of doing that one little thing, then the next one becomes a little bit easier and it's yeah. breaking that down into those little little, those little pieces. Um and uh yeah, it's I, I normally go to work before my wife, so uh, I don't make the bed. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, something I can uh, I can try in the in the future. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, the, the sentiments there. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I love that. So, what's your coping method when you are having a bad day? Um. So I guess um. For for me, it's it's that kind of um exercise piece um. Mm-hmm. I'm a big rugby player. Uh, I love rugby, so it's it's um, probably the worst day in the world. And I and I force myself to go to rugby training because sometimes I do have to force myself after doing a 12-hour day to go mm, into the cold. Ironically, rugby is in the in the it's a winter sport, so you go out in the driving rain to go play rugby. Guaranteed, after that two-hour session, I'm going to feel fantastic and feel better for myself, feel lightened and, and great. Um, so so that exercise piece, I I love hiking and walking so I, I do a lot of hiking and walking by myself um mm. as well as with others um I love music so I'll just put on put on the uh, on, on Spotify put on the music and, and just uh drift away into my own thoughts um yeah. and, and just you know just have that whole that whole piece so so definitely rug, rugby for, for me personally you know Tariff Rugby Club is is my my heart I, I set up Tariff Rugby Club along with some like-minded oh, yeah. guys, myself and uh, Lindsay okay. are our presidents at that rugby club, and it's a big part of our lives. Uh, but for my own mental well-being and mental health, it's it's a great tool um, in terms of that that piece. It's it's two or three uh, sessions a week where I can uh, really release and forget about the world because yeah. I'm thought thought patterns on that. Um, and then that walking piece, I'm blessed to live in a beautiful area, and then just outside mm. my back door, I can go and walk with my dog and go for miles and not see a soul, but also just Amazing. lose myself in my own thoughts, and it's great. Um, um, I'm a petrol head, so I I love driving. I just get in my car and drive if I need to. Put the music on. I'm me- I'm a member of a driving club, uh, clan driving club, which is a great drug club because we just get together and talk as well as go for drives as well as oh, that. Yeah. So it's, it's a fantastic community approach where we can just get together and talk. And um, what's great about that yes. is that you know. I'm, I'm diverse in my world of business and life and family that I f- forget sometimes that I'm also me and I'm John and mm. um, I've got I've got massive interests that maybe my wife doesn't my wife doesn't care about cars but I do and so that's an opportunity for me to be selfish and going right well I'm going to go and talk about 
cars. I'm going to go talk about life and you know what blogs talk about kind of thing and, and be myself. And it's, it's, that's quite a good release. Um, and uh, they're doing some, doing some great things for me. So, so, so all those pieces. But then again, for me, um, my wife and me and my wife are finding great ways to just talk. Mm. um and just talking uh we're she's my best pal and hopefully i'm mm. her best pal and we just sit there yeah. and we talk uh, and we we can get we can um talk for hours um maybe about something that's bugging me or bugging her and our lives that's happened in that day and we can download great but not that we don't try not to dwell on that for much longer than we have to and then go and you know divert onto another conversation about our future goals Ironically, most of it comes down to talking about lonely thoughts, about what's the next thing for lonely thoughts. Mm. But we also talk about our goals um, personally as well as within the businesses and our mm. family and what we're trying to do. So, uh, yeah, so um, I've got one coping method. It's more a, a, a couple, but um, yeah, get, yeah, the great outdoors and getting out there is, is, is probably my number one. And, uh, and just um, finding activity to allow me to stop about stop thinking about the 101 things that are going on in my in my head in the background no it's great that you have those things and that yeah it can take take a lot and it's it doesn't have to be one thing it's probably better if it isn't because you know you've got different things that you can go to um sort of satisfy different aspects of what you need um and yeah with, with the exercise element it's I mentioned about the nature, obviously, but it's also about staying in touch with our bodies, you know, not forgetting that our bodies are there because when that happens, then we obviously get lost in thoughts and get overwhelmed by them. So, yeah, it's great to have that regular. Yeah, I I totally agree. And it's, uh, yeah, it's the whole well-being piece around exercise and movement. And uh, it's it's so important. And, yeah, ironically, um, in the last few weeks, I've I've started getting into this momentum of even when I'm sitting in an office for hours and end, I'll try and get into a a routine of trying to create movement and not just be sitting. Um, So every now and then getting up and movement, I might literally silly sit in my office doing these weird yoga moves or something that it is. Mm -hmm. But it's trying to get that blood flowing and and get your brain triggered um, because it can become very lazy just sitting there. Uh, and it just needs that influx um, to to wake itself up and and become motivated again. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's a a big thing. Yeah. Brilliant. So what was your biggest challenge over the pandemic? Um, I I guess, yeah, I I guess that that whole restriction piece, you know, know, life is is restricted massively um, based on something that's invisible. Nobody can see, um, nobody can, you know, and, that whole being restricted, um, your free role, your you don't have a lot of choice uh, during that that time that we we live through. Um, so that that was difficult. Um, I'm used to being able to just you know you, as everybody you go out and you do what you want. You know I'm not a massive social butterfly. I wasn't that that bothered per se if the pubs and nightclubs were closed. But just that whole piece of everything was taken. Our freedom was taken away in terms of the things that we we've held quite close to us that was important to us. Um, playing rugby games completely taken away uh, mm. meeting up meeting up as friends or as in training events completely taken away for months and months and then and that yeah. did well um, and that was that was uh, really difficult um, and then that whole thing about news and the social media element just took over your life all of a sudden yeah. and uh, I had to pull myself away and stop myself watching news you ended up sitting there waiting till that was at five o'clock or six o'clock in the I evening know. when they were going to be doing that announcement again and again and again. Next slide, please. You know, and it was it's horrible. It, it, it was exhausting. And, and 
you did and you got into that habit of of your life got started revolving around the next um flash on your phone from from the from the news of the next yeah. you know how many x or how many y's or that the the chat of what's happening next and it did take over your lives and it was um i had to force myself to stop doing the the watching and 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 yeah. and removing things like social media from being on a tab on your phone or you know and, and actually mm-hmm. just removing myself away from tv and just getting away from it and yeah on purpose not being around a tv at that knowing that, that at that given time in the day that there's going to be an announcement but in all honesty i couldn't change and i couldn't it didn't you know i i can um, affect that and um but we all got sucked into it so uh, that that was that was that was difficult um and then yeah, yeah uh, it was it was at a bit, i guess it was at that whole unknown in the, in the start of it everybody didn't know we didn't know when it would end we didn't know how bad this would be we didn't know how you know how severe this was going to become um and and how much restrictions it was going to create how many unfortunate people would lose their lives and become seriously ill uh, and that unknown took a, it was a real stress and real weight on everybody's yeah. shoulders uh, so yeah so that was that was real challenge um you know and going to work every day with the unknown of what this virus was and then coming home to my, my family. I personally find that as a struggle because I I was with people where they're telling you not to be with people and you were making restrictions mm. and you were safe and you felt like you were safe at work and you're doing all the singing happy birthday, washing your hands or whatever else the rules were at those mm-hmm. given times. But you're still a, away from your bubble that you wanted to hand on heart. They were your, that's your, your if of, of all anything, those are the people you want to keep safe right, with anybody in this yeah. whole world. And I was leaving that bubble of of safeness to go and do a job that they wanted me to do, and then and then having to go back into that that area where I want to create a safe zone and, and things. So yeah, that was that was that was tough and okay, on, your, yeah. on your on your psyche more than anything. So yeah, it must it must have been a lot to carry. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say about people being able to stay at home. You know, I got, I got to stay at home, and it was anxiety inducing, but. Um, at least a lot of us didn't have to be out there. But then for me, that sort of brought just a constant feeling of guilt that I wasn't doing enough um, and that yeah. other people were having yeah. to do things, just felt like I should be doing more. And then, yeah, with the news aspect, I felt guilty for deciding to stop following it as if like that, as if I was achieved, I wasn't achieving anything anyway by watching it. And it took me a while to yeah. realise that, like, well, I can't change any of this. Me watching yeah. this and keeping informed on it isn't really doing anything except making me more stressed out and just making me want to shut the world off kind of thing. That's just, it, yeah. I did end up just deleting all my social media apps for months because I just needed to take a massive step back and yeah. I don't watch the news anymore anywhere. I know a lot of people don't. I know people just yeah. completely reconsidered how they take in information um, yeah. going forward. But yeah, yeah it, it was really terrifying. And just, I remember like a, a bank holiday when everyone was watching the Dominic Cummings apology and it was like, Everyone was just getting really angry. We sat out in the sun, like getting angry at the screen. And I just, I was like, why have I just wasted my day getting angry about exactly. that? Like, it's not going to change anything that they do, you know, like it, it's crazy. But it, it did dominate all of our lives. So we obviously, it's no surprise really that we wanted to know what the hell was going on when so much was unknown. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree. Yeah. 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 We, we learned a lot from it. Um, did. yeah 
So what was a surprise positive of it for you, the pandemic? Um, well, number one, I guess, would be starting Lonely Thoughts and having that time um, uh, to, to do that, that time to think about uh, setting that, that up. Um, so, yeah, that was, I guess, a big, big bonus of, of, of that time. Um, I guess having two teenage daughters and not allowed, not being allowed to go out and not be with mum and dad was great because I got more time with my family. So we did have a lot of valuable, invaluable time with with uh, with my with my kids. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and uh, so that was that was great. We you know we did, we did the quizzes and the board games and spent time together and go on our allocated walks together or whatever mm. was was allowed at the, at the given time so that was great to to to, to do that and um you know most teenage girls don't want to be hanging around with their mum and dad um <laughs> they'd rather be out with their pals or partying so um to you know surprisingly the restrictions of, of them not being allowed to do that uh, meant that we probably became a lot closer um, oh, and great. um developed more as a family so that was that was a really good thing um yeah and then it did allow me to realize my own mental health and, you know, where my strengths are, my weaknesses, um, where I should work on yeah. um, and, and that kind of stop and recalculate priorities and um, areas I, I need to, to con- consider in terms of strengthening and working on and, and, and areas where I'm particularly strong at. And can I use that strength to support Lindsay's weaknesses are all, and, and so on and, and work together as a kind of harmonised couple in terms of that that whole um, harmonised mental health approach um, as, a, as, a, as a unit and as a, as a family and um, but also personally for me is yeah just really did give me that time um, I've never done that I've never really stopped and thought about myself I've been that kind of mm. wanted to be that character, strong character for Lindsay because she's gone through her own battles for, for years since we'd, we've been together for 20 odd years and then and we've not I wanted to be that that strong strength character, and and I just bottled a lot, of, probably bottled a lot of my emotions up. Um, so it did allow me to stop and think and go and you know, yeah, everything I'd done was that the right thing to have done in terms of uh, bottling up uh, areas that I maybe should have talked about in in, in the past and things. So yeah, yeah I guess that, that was it. Was nice to, to 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 stop and think about that. Yeah, definitely. I think so many people have gotten to know themselves. A lot better haven't they over, yeah. over the pandemic inevitably that space will do that when you were saying about strengths and weaknesses then it kind of made me think you know if I had been asked that in a job interview a few years ago I probably would have just been saying something I thought they wanted to hear but now I would I would know exactly what to say to them like I would know exactly yeah. I mean I work for myself now but if I was like going back to an office environment or something I would know exactly what I would bring to that and what I should tell them is a weakness and it doesn't have to be a bad thing it just you know it's just part of you um because nobody's perfect <laughs> yeah yeah to- totally agree yeah yeah 100 percent. and uh um yeah you, your strengths or your weaknesses can be that perfect yeah uh, jigsaw puzzle piece that they're looking for um in terms mm. of, of that dynamic within the team of a business within the dynamic team of a you know uh, your, your social environment your friends or or, or you know in, in in terms of your partner and things so yeah it, it definitely it's uh it shouldn't be a it shouldn't be a, something you should be ashamed to to kind f- go and find go and find your strengths your weaknesses and where is it you want to work on or you should work on yeah um, it should definitely be something you should go out and scope out and, and actually find 
and understand that and embrace it. Um, and, and then you, you understand yourself better more, but then you also understand, um, yeah, as I say, areas you can, you can help and support other people in because you're stronger yeah. in that area or weaker in or work on. So, yeah. yeah, definitely. And what's one thing you wish someone else would do when you're having a bad day? If you could ask someone to do one thing. Yeah. Um, I guess, um, so when I'm having a bad day, you know, I guess um, sometimes I'm just fine with my own company uh, mm. and, and that's just fine. Uh, and some other people want to talk or want to download, but I am actually sometimes fine with just having a bad day and I just want to go and, and just have time myself. So mm. it's understanding that if I say I'm just fine or I'm okay, it's, I'm, I'm fine, it's fine. It, we're all we're all a caring um, race uh, in terms of that you know the human beings want to care and it's our nature majority of us so asking and probing what's wrong can I help what's wrong tell me about it and things like that is 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 just a given but I guess for me personally sometimes I don't want to tell you what's wrong or there's nothing mm. wrong I just need a quiet time and space so. Um, from a selfish point of view, it's just let, let me have my own thoughts and company. And, and that's why sometimes I just do like just going for a walk. Um, my dog doesn't talk, talk back, so that's great. So I'll go with her. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just put some music on and go and talk and then just allow me to have that time um, um, because it's too easy for people to constantly probe to go, I know you're saying you're fine or you know, I know you're telling me to leave it, but I'm not going to. And it's, an, it's, a, it's a natural thing. So from yeah. a personal point of view, it's probably that, that piece um uh and then yeah i guess everybody's kind of wired differently in this world and, and their emotions and their mental state and and their thought pattern um so this whole that's not a big deal kind of chat around people so if i'm having a, a, di- a difficult time at work and i'm dwelling on something that in the eyes of somebody else that's not a big deal why are you bothering why is it such a big hassle it may be a big deal to me or maybe a big deal to my colleague and i'm selfishly doing the same where i'll go what well, was a big deal i could just work out or just yeah. forget about it um and understanding that people are wired differently and that the big deal for you or the big deal for me will be completely different you know i'll, I'll dwell on something completely different that you'll think is not a big issue or just leave that or forget about it um so so yeah that, i guess that's elements of that kind of yeah personally it's not really a, bit a bad day um element but it's more of a, it's people being wired differently and understanding yeah. that there, there are different pieces um but by far for me i guess bad days when i have a bad day is how do you get myself out of that bad bad day and bad um, emotional state um, mm-hmm. i try and look at the positive glass half full attitude and everything i try and do and look for the opportunities so it, it's my wife's brilliant at doing this. It's just creating laughter, banter, and, and trying to get me out of that state um, of, yeah. of doom and gloom because it doesn't really help me being doom and gloom and, and dragging my heels around everywhere. It, it won't help me. So so how do we change that state? And if it is it, yeah, yeah we, we use laughter and banter and have a good time and have a, 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 a you know, we'll slag each other off or take the mick out of each other because it's our mm-hmm. kind of banter towards each other. And it helps us and we get us into that mood. And actually probably what it does is it turns off that negative switch in my head of going, why am I dwelling on this bad day that is done now? And, you know, tomorrow's a different day and I'll take it as a different approach. And actually that's just, and it's just re-triggered myself or retrain my thought pattern to go, actually, yeah, it's not that bad of a day. I'll just go and do that. So 
Um, it's reading those signs. Um, I'm lucky enough to have somebody that can read those signs for me. We've been together for That's long good. enough that she can read that signs, but yeah. other people might not have that. So it's, uh, yeah. Um, uh, but I, I, some people love to talk and, and want just some, somewhere to talk. So if you're having a bad day, if there isn't anybody you can talk to per se, there is lots of people you can talk to because there's lots of people, there's lots of initiatives, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, charities and things like that that are, that are just there as a service to talk. So if you're having a bad day and you want to talk, or even if you don't want to talk, reach out to them anyway because they'll do something. It doesn't even have to be talking. Nowadays they do it through chat services and chat boxes, and you don't even need to be a you know have a face to face verbal conversation. It can just be through text. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, there's lots of opportunities out there if people are having bad days and and don't if and unlike me who sometimes wants to sit and have my own thoughts and and go and listen to music by myself. So that's that that's just me personally if you, you might that might not be the right medicine for for everybody so everybody's different that's the thing so. yeah I, I guess it's sort of it's context around you know the the level of seriousness um because what you're saying about sitting with yourself that can be really good as well you know sometimes you don't want want to rush past the bad feelings you have to sit with the bad feelings sometimes and lean yeah. into them and ride it out and that might be the only way but you know if when it gets to a certain point if you can't get out of that, then absolutely talking to someone is yeah. probably a lot of the time going to help. And this is why the awareness raising is important as well, because people might not know where to start or they might not even have the inclination if they're feeling low to be going out and doing a big search, you know. Um, sometimes I'll share things and I'll think, is this going to help anyone? But it's like you say, if it helps even one person, if it's even yeah. useful to one person, then it's worth it's worth it out it. there and sharing yeah. the knowledge isn't it yeah totally agree yeah yeah um and what's the best thing you ever did for yourself um i, I guess for me it, it, it's that opening up piece uh realizing mm-hmm. that um I, i've kept everything bottled up um I, I i lost my mother when i was um in my um when i was 15 and uh oh god and ever since, ever since then, I guess I, I probably just kept everything inside, and I was a kind of, um, yeah. you know, I didn't, didn't want to open up. Um, so the best thing I've ever done is being able to open up and having mm-hmm. that trust in, in 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 Lindsay and being able to open up to her and then having those talks and talking about my feelings, my mental health, my my personal battles, mm-hmm. and then being that kind of, I guess. Um, being in an emotional state to be allowed to be able to download and have that that time to 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 download and that that was really it's been really important and it's enlightened me it's opened up my awareness and approach to 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 life and uh and and things um so yeah so i've always been wired to kind of keep it all in and and just be that you know uh i don't know where it came from um I, i was i was brought up in a loving family my mum brought me up in a, in a great loving family and things like that but um it, it's just been in my psyche where I just didn't open up it, it was, mm. um and that that's a toxic it is toxic it's uh, you know it, it, it's like a, a rust inside you where eventually you'll you'll crack and, and and you'll need you'll need some fixing so being able to to release that um toxicity of, of not being able to do open up and be that that um uh and talking um I, I, I think that's been most beneficial for me um and then i guess just realizing within myself that i was 
justifying a lot of the things I was doing um, for, like we talked about earlier, for, 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 for others rather than myself. Um, so um, that whole justification piece of um, uh, I'm doing everything to justify what I believe or I perceive that I should be doing um, mm. for others and actually not for myself. So, yeah, just changing that whole methodology of, of, of what I'm doing um, and that psyche on that. And the, the biggest, uh, I guess, the biggest um, thing for me is just to kind of like, when would now be a good time to change? So, you know, and, and not just going, I'll do it later and stuff, and it's creating that now um, yeah. of, of change um, in myself personally um, and, and realising that and opening up and, and being that. Yeah, bit, uh, I guess I was... Um, opening up is always always hard, and, and it, it makes you fragile. Um, of but it is, yeah. it's actually it's probably made me stronger by opening up and being that mm. fragile state, and it's made me stronger to realize um, yeah. that people that are bottling up things aren't the strongest guys in the world, not the big no. rich guys that you think they are. Um, and it's it's not that. And actually, uh, the strongest people in the world are the people that do talk and do aren't mm. afraid to talk about their, their their thoughts, emotions, and battles. So yeah. Yeah, and, and sharing themselves. There's there's so much strength in vulnerability, definitely. But you're right, yeah. it is it is terrifying and um yeah, I'm not always great at it either. Um and a lot no. of it can come from like, you know, societal expectations or long, long um established conditioning or whatever, whether that's just within the family, whether that's within the patriarchy as a whole, you know, it's it's a whole bigger picture yeah. tied into it as well. Yeah. But some people go the whole lives without even realizing you know I question it or go into that place of discovery or change um that's it yeah yeah like yeah. I said the last yeah. couple of years has taught people anything it's it's to do that and go in themselves a bit more and think about what it is that they need and express themselves and I, I think that the conversation was already building a lot of the last few years around mental health more than it ever had done before you know people weren't ever talking about things like anxiety and things like that when I was younger um or they were scary to talk about scarier um but the pandemic just kind of brought it all forward a lot more quickly I think because it was just there was no avoiding it people had to talk about what they were going through and what they were struggling with and um you know their experience of it all at home on their own socially distanced from everyone and people had to stay connected with each other and that was the good thing about social media you know I went through a long period of thinking I hate social media there's no good in it but there is a lot of good that can come from it and it's very necessary you know to keep us connected sometimes um yeah totally is yeah yeah it's a a hugely powerful tool social media and it can be I know it can be used for the negative and 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 there's some there's some toxicity in in social media um but you know you, you sometimes do have to go through through who you follow and, and remove the people that aren't mm. giving you any, uh, aren't giving you those, you know, good vibes um, and they're dragging Definitely. you down or making you feel less worthy than you should be and things and, and go yeah. through a purge of, of removing people, people, companies, whoever you follow on Instagram, Facebook and what have you, and go through that purge and refresh and restart and, and find, find people that are within your psyche or your thought patterns and, and things and, and, and mm. re, re- tra- retrain who you're, you're seeing on a daily basis because it's it's fascinating how much time people spend on social media and how influenced that can be yeah um so get the right influence you know um and 
what do they say? You put crap in, you get crap out. So make sure <laughs> yeah. you get good things in and get good things out. You know, make sure it's really positive in terms of that um, uh, influx. And it's it's amazing how much your body takes in through through those tools mm. of social media. So use it use it wisely and use positive. Definitely, I think if you're using it to be creative as well and put out, you know, something good that you can be proud of, put out or a good message or whatever, that's so much more of a productive way to use social media rather than just blindly scrolling um mindlessly scrolling and just you know taking things in without even realizing it um yeah. so yeah it's it's good to reevaluate that definitely yeah, see definitely, how it's affecting yeah. you yeah. um and what's one thing you'd want to tell the younger version of yourself um i guess without sounding like a broken record it's that whole don't live your life thinking that it matters what other people think it's mm. you know it's uh, I wish what I know now or I re- re- really resolved now in my head uh, I knew better because uh, yeah I, I left I spent too much of my time um of my life kind of on on what I perceived was what people wanted me to to be um and mm. um uh, yeah you know it, it just it it did it, it's probably held me back in some things um, and put me on a path that, you know, maybe if myself now in, in 20 years prior to this, maybe wouldn't have gone on and um, because it was the perceived of what I should. So be that mm-hmm. job title, you know, the job, the title, lifestyle, money or, or what have you. You know, I was, I was kind of, I guess, delusional um, in terms of those kind of directional paths uh, of, what I thought was acceptable um, to those mm. people and opinions. And yeah, it, didn't, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, I, I, and I know, you know, most people want to do right from their family, do right from their friends, do right from their school teachers or, or whatever that is. And, um, you know, you have to do it for yourself. Um, do, yeah. um, and as you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody or, or you know, being dangerous or you're, or you're, or you are going up the wrong path, be it, um, then that's not a bad thing. So, and I guess I since I realised that, I, I personally now I'm so much happier. But I wish I knew it, you know, uh, a long time ago that it didn't matter. Mm. Um, so I'm much more honest in my my thoughts. Uh, I've redirected my thoughts, um, and I, I kind of all you know I'm always sitting there going, does it benefit me? Is it adding value to me in terms of my my direction, my path, and what I'm trying to do? I did a lot of things that probably didn't add value to myself, but they perceived that this is what I should be doing or or it it ticked a box for the the social area that I was living in or whatever it was. So um, there was a, a, uh, I read a great thing the other day about um, 1% of your life is is nine months um, on on living on this world. 1%, nine months is nothing and it's 1% of your life on average. Yeah. And that's including sleep. If you took away sleep, it's six six months. One percent of your life is six months. Oh my God. You know, so if you on average, so if you if you dissect that, what that means is like how many percentages of my life that I've lived in I've done justifying something else or going yeah, on a path yeah. that maybe wasn't for me or or um wasn't benefiting me or adding value to myself. Um so yeah, I've kind of took that. Well, I can't remember. I'm probably on social media, actually, ironically, where I read it. But um, mm-hmm. um, that whole piece is like one percent in nine months. You know, nine months goes like that. We've been in this yeah. pandemic for two years, and uh, look exactly. what we've, what we've, you know, that's less, you know, three percent of our lives or what have you is is, 
it's gone through the, through living in that. But actually, if I stop and think about what I've done in my past, I'm very proud of what I've done in terms of where I've achieved and things like that. Don't get me wrong, I'm not negative or, or anything like that, but there's, no. there's been decisions in my life that was that the right decision to me, to, to, for me um, and, and my own well-being and, and um, adding value to myself. So, uh, yeah, I would, I'd probably, you know, if I had a time machine, I went back and found little John and spoke to him and said, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't worry too much what other people think, you know, listen to them, take advice. But, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you, you create your own path and, uh, you know, as long as you're not wrongdoing anybody, you're not hurting anybody or, um, or anything like that, then uh, it'll all work out. So. Yeah, it can be quite emotional thinking about that, can't it? Like the younger version of yourself yeah. and what, what you would say. Um, yeah. But at the same time, they had to find out those lessons on their own. And yeah. Yeah. You, you're probably yeah. so much better off. For, I mean, we all are for every, you know, like I said, no one's perfect. We all have these regrets, all these things that we'll question. But, you know, if life were just a straight road, it'd be very boring wouldn't it so it would be yeah totally shapes, shapes yeah. us completely yeah. yeah yeah makes us more interesting yeah, yeah it certainly does yeah 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 <laughs> um so last question what um is your go-to song or songs that always lift your day or lift your so, mood yeah so i, I had a, I had a good think about what these are i'm a huge music fan and um you know i, I i'll delete family contacts out of my phone before I delete music out of my phone you know it's, it's a big part of my life and uh, yeah. you know I, I I love it be it be it music or podcasts I listen to a lot of them and they're a big mm. part of my day-to-day uh, -day life so I guess trying to find one or two songs in that whole plethora and and I'm not attached to one type of genre of music you know be it rock be it country be it pop yeah. I, I'm and you know I'm not one of those so I try to think about what two two kind of songs that created a memory for me that always comes back into my head that it creates really good things so um a really random song i don't know if you've ever heard of it that's by a band called the zach brown brand and it's called chicken fried um it's a country so. Uh, so it's a yeah called chicken fried called zach brown brand and right. the reason that is it's um me and my daughters um it became a kind of go-to song when we're driving ironically it's a big part and oh, we yeah. enjoy doing it but bring back great memories with 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 my my beautiful kids uh we sang out loud um on a, like long hot summer days driving through like the highlands on our, our favorite roads and through oh, the and just shouting out loud windows open and just and just creating that memory so every time i hear that song it brings me back to that little holiday we had mm. um pre pre lockdown probably and uh and just having oh, that nice. time of, of our lives and not, not not really having a will in the, in the care in the world in terms of if then we heard us singing and something didn't matter because we were just yeah. enjoying ourselves. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that was one of them. And um, um, the other one is a, is a band called Matchbox Twenty. Um, quite quite oh, an old yeah. band. Uh, Rob Thomas is the lead singer in it, and it's a song called Push. It comes from an album called Yourself or Someone Like You. And I was introduced to this album um, by a dear friend, my best friend, and for for a long time called Cass. Uh, we've done a lot of things together in our lives and um, he's been there a lot for me during my hard times and um, mm -hmm. we've been on holidays together to Alaska and uh, it's been fantastic but you know he introduced me to this um, this album and this song um, uh, when I was I must have been about 14 and uh, it's been a great go-to album when I'm, I'm having a tough time but also it brings back those great 
the great memories um but also it helped me through um that kind of heartache and anguish when I lost my mum when I was 15 mm. I listened to that a lot I just sat in my room listening and listening and listening to that song and, and listening to that album so um it's maybe not the uh the one that lifts my mood per se but actually what it does do is it appreciates where I've what, where I've come from all the things that I've done in my life and uh, it brings back those really great memories those innocent memories of being a 14 year old teenager and, mm. uh, and doing things and 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 when life was a little bit more simpler um, in terms of you didn't have the stresses when I was 14, we didn't know what the what pandemic meant. So it, all these kind of things that have come across our lives in the last 20 years or whatever, it's, um, uh, it's, it's, you know, and, and that does, it gives me those, those kind of feel good factors. Um, yeah. Everything from sailing in a sailing boat with casts right through to being in Alaska to unfortunately sitting on my bed with, you know, having my mum just passed away. So there's been good times, bad times, and this album's been there along that, that journey. Mm. And I still listen to this day. I was actually, I was ironically listening to the whole album the other day, a couple of days ago. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's 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 the two songs that are my kind of mood lifters, I'd say, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's nice, thank you. I love asking that question because there's just so much emotion tied up in music. Yeah. And I always love hearing people's stories around the songs um yeah. and I have a playlist as well that I put everyone's tracks on I'll, I'll oh, share it okay. with you um yeah. so, it's, so it's nice on one level getting new song recommendations but then it's also nice um always hearing the little anecdotes as well and I always remember yeah. those when I play the songs so yeah definitely yeah yeah I mean I could have probably listed another 55 songs because as I say I'm a big music lover yeah, but, yeah. it's a lot of pressure uh, of all, isn't it yeah of all, of all the questions you sit there and you just sit there anguishing going which one do I answer <laughs> so, yeah it's, it, it means so much so yeah yeah, yeah yeah well I've been asking that question for two series now and I, I still have no idea what I would pick for mine <laughs> really yeah yeah so yeah. I might well, think about uh, yeah li- listening to some of the other guys on the on your podcast actually and uh some of their oh, song recommendations yeah. and actually makes me go on there and go oh I haven't heard that one I'll go and find it so oh, it's a, yeah it's good. actually it's a really nice question to and it is it's and yeah if you've got a, if you've got a playlist of everybody's together it'll be great to listen to it yeah, yeah I'll send it over it's yeah. it's getting yeah. uh pretty full now but yeah some <laughs> good picks on there I should I should look yeah. at releasing it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um well that was fantastic thank you I really enjoyed chatting with you John um and it's yeah you too thank you Sounds really exciting what's coming up with Lonely Thoughts and everything. You and Lindsay sound like a fantastic couple. Sound like you've got a great family there and I wish you all the best with everything. I'm sure it'll keep doing fantastic, rewarding work. Yeah, thank you very much. You know, thank you for your time. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's let, let's hope the little bit that we can do to help other people, um, you know, and because yeah. we have one person, we've done our job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, thank you very much, John, for chatting, yeah, and no I'll, I'll share everything with you once it's live. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, and um, yeah, yeah, I've been listening to a few of them now, and they're, they're, they're really good, they're inspirational. So oh, good. thank you, really appreciate that. Thank you very much. I'll uh, catch up with you soon, enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah, you too, I'll speak soon. Thank you. Bye, See ya. take care, bye-bye. Oh, how much did you love John's song choices? His stories got me right in the feels. What a great, great guy to chat to, and he are doing such heartwarming work with Lonely Thoughts clothing. It's just really nice to know that people like that exist in the world. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Check out Lonely Thoughts clothing on the social meets and give their stuff a browse and I hope you have a good fortnight and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening.